you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, the Saints go marching into Soldier Field for a primetime showdown with the Bears. We've got you covered on all the fantasy storylines you need to know. Plus, this holiday season, fantasy fans have unwrapped a bunch of shiny new toys. But are they built to last? Our experts help you decide which of 2014's gifts you'll actually want to keep. And a litany of surprisingly bad quarterback performances may have cost you a trip to your fantasy Super Bowl. We'll commiserate with you as NFL Fantasy Live starts now. NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the most watched fantasy football program on television. I'm James Kelp. He is senior fantasy analyst Michael Fabiano, the Hall of Famer. And congratulations to all of you who are still alive and kicking in your fantasy leagues like Michael Fabiano here. <laughs> Not like me, though. Uh, you're going to be, looks like you might be taking on uh, Matt Money Smith in the fantasy championships. Yes, Matt Money Smith is a very, very tough adversary. It's going to be a great match. All right, there you go. A big breaking story to catch you up on today, though. Cowboys running back to Marco Murray will undergo surgery on his hand to fix a broken bone he suffered against the Eagles. Cowboys COO Stephen Jones told 105.3 the fan that Murray has not been ruled out for week 16 but quote it's not something that if it responds well after surgery today that he can't come back and play this weekend. It's probably a tough expectation to think that he can but we'll see close quote. Fabs what do you do? If you're a DeMarco Murray fantasy owner. And I am a DeMarco Murray That's fantasy right, you owner are. against Matt Money Smith. So I've got to go to plan B, which is either pick up Carlos Hyde, because the 49ers have lost Frank Gore at least potentially for week 16, or go after the Cowboys number two, and that's Joe Randall. Now, this is going to be a committee situation, though. It's going to be Randall and Lance Dunbar. I think Randall will handle the early down work and goal line work, but this is a clear downgrade from DeMarco Murray, who has been Huge the best answer. running back in fantasy football for most of this year. Yeah, that's right. All right, if you had Giants rookie Odell Beckham Jr. in your lineup yesterday, well, you're probably going to play next week because Fabs, he had a huge day. 143 yards, three touchdowns, a little over 30 fantasy points in standard leagues. Are you surprised, though, that a rookie is actually performing this well in an offense that statistically is, well, it's middle of the road? This is a huge shock uh, because, number one, Odell Beckham Jr. is, as you said, a rookie wide receiver, and typically rookie wide receivers they need a year or two before right. they come into their own. You typically have a Keenan Allen every once in a while, but Odell Beckham, if you can believe this, which is an unbelievable stat, my friend Tristan H. Cockroft actually came up with this stat. Odell Beckham Jr. has more fantasy points in the first 10 games of his NFL career than any wide receiver 
since 1960. That's amazing. Okay, more than Randy Moss, more than Anquan Bolden. Wow. And those guys had huge rookie years. Beckham is on fire. He's a must-start. He's elite right now. Absolutely elite. I'll be surprised uh, to see if he gets past the second round in next year's drafts. All right, probably listen. Won't. Yeah, probably won't. We'll have more Week 15 top performers plus a bunch of injury news to catch you up on in just a moment. But first, let's check out the Monday Night Affair. Saints-Bears in Chi-Town. James, thank you. Two teams hoping to pick up some much-needed wins as the season winds down. And we'll start off with the visiting Saints. Adam Jimmy Graham has just 27 receiving yards and no touchdowns in his last two games. Jimmy Graham. But he's, can, no, he's trending up, though, if you've seen he, it. Because two weeks ago, <laughs> he had no targets. Last awesome. week, tons of targets, a couple of catches, and now 27 yards. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting there with Jimmy Graham, Glass I mean, full. at this point, you're, you're in with Jimmy Graham. Like, mm -hmm. you're going into this Monday night game saying, you know what, That's I need boy. him to go out and have a huge game. It's one of those situations where who else are you going to play? I can't imagine many situations where you would have that. I certainly wouldn't go for the backup tight end or anything like that. So you just got to hope that Graham goes out and does the kind of things that we're accustomed to seeing him do. And hopefully he's not injured or anything like that. and can give it a full goal, full go in the cold there in Chicago. So it's going to be nervous time for a lot of us. But you know what? He's got a history of doing it. The bright lights of Monday night. The Saints still playing for a playoff berth. I'm very hopeful. Hug, I hate nervous time, Akbar. Speaking of that, the Panthers were able to limit uh, Kenny Stills a bit, but this Bears secondary is a different deal. It, they, they are a different deal, and I believe that in this game alone, if you are right now on the cusp of making it to the championship uh -huh. game, if you're playing any of these, a lot of these guys here tonight, there's a good chance that you make it into the championship game because Kenny Stills, he's going to go out there and produce. You look at what he's done on the road. I mean, on the road alone, he's put up 100-plus yards in two of the last three games, and that's big time. The ability to concentrate on the road. Well, on top of that, you're looking at the ability for Drew Brees to target him every single time when they get out there and they get in trouble. He's fast and he's making himself available. Big time, showtime, primetime all the time? Uh, not quite. Uh, I almost got <laughs> it. Adam, do you like Mark Ingram to bounce back this week as well? Obviously, the whole offense struggled last week against the Panthers. Yeah, I like the potential and it's, it's kind of a funny circumstance because if you are somebody who's holding Jimmy Graham, you want to shoot out, you want a lot of points. Mm -hmm. If you have Mark Ingram, you're looking for the Saints to get out early and for Ingram to really grind the clock. That's when Ingram's been at his best is when the Saints have gotten ahead and they've tried to shorten the game by just feeding him the rock over and over again. And certainly, if you look at the way the Bears have uh, performed over the last couple of weeks, this certainly has the uh, chance to get into one of those blowouts to where in the second half of the game, they're just feeding the rock to Ingram a lot. And you could still get the ball to Jimmy Graham enough. He mm -hmm. can go get his 11 points. And then Mark Ingram can go out in the second half and get you your 12. Akbar has 16 for him. Yeah. And Drew Brees looks like you uh, thinking a nice game there. Yeah, Akbar's 24. Not, why you got to dog the Bears like that? Well, it seems mean. Yeah, it's not mean. I'm just look. Uh, there's going to be some, gonna be some saying, healthy points in this game. Because I was saying bad things about the Raiders last week. All no, right. So there's a lot of upside there with the Saints. But how about the Bears? Let's get to the Chicago side of things. We all know what a disaster year, Akbar, this has been for Jay Cutler. Can we see the good Jay Cutler tonight? Yeah, because it's been a roller coaster for Jay Cutler. Mm -hmm. So this will be his opportunity to go back on the upswing here for going up against the uh, New Orleans Saints. That defense, they've been giving up at least 25, uh, close to 25 points per game. And yep. so Jay Cutler, is he's got the ability to do that. And there's going to be a secret weapon for Jay Cutler. The kid on the opposite side of Alshon Jeffrey. 
Marcus Wilson. I mean, he is – this kid is incredible. I've seen him in college. I called a couple of his games in college. I know the talent that he has. He's legit. Once he comes out opposite Alshon Jeffrey, that gives him another opportunity to throw the ball down the field. That's what Jay Cutler likes to do. So look for Jay Cutler to have a big game in this game. Interesting. I will, have my, watching. I will have my eye on that. Uh, how about Martellus Bennett? Does he remain a high tight end one here? And obviously no Brandon Marshall. So more. Oh, absolutely. To me, he's the one who benefits the most. And as you see, he's been the most targeted receiver, the most targeted mm -hmm. pass catcher for the Bears over the past couple of weeks. And I expect that trend to continue against the Saints who have had some trouble stopping tight ends. And I, by the way, that catch, by the way, against the Patriots, how is that not more publicized? Odell Beckham Jr. gets all the love. And Martellus Bennett, just as equally as good Listen, with that catch New right York there. But yeah, Chicago. But of course, of course. And I've got that chip on my shoulder, obviously. But the thing about Bennett, I really like him this week. I really think he's going to have a big game. I've seen this once. Mm -hmm. One question. Somebody said, do I play Jimmy Graham or Martellus Bennett? I like Bennett this week. Marty B, we're all in, baby. Akbar, Alshon Jeffrey, does his value go up with Marshall out? Yes, with Marshall out, he is the man. He's going to be the it target, the number one target. He's the first read when, they are going, when the quarterback is going through his progression. On top of that, we know that the New Orleans Saints, that defense, they struggle. And part of the reasons they're going to try to get up there in his face and try to press on him. They're going to try to get physical with him. You cannot get physical with Alshon Jeffrey. He will beat you off the line. He will go deep on you and he will score big points against the New Orleans Saints. And there's the points for you, Adam. You got 19 for Jay. Akbar 22. Adam, you're a little higher there on Forte. Of course. And uh, pretty simpatico there on uh, Marty B. We're pretty, yeah. We're pretty, uh, we're pretty close. Right about I did, I did make a mistake. I think Bennett will score a touchdown. I'm going to change my Real quick. Yes or no? Real quick, yes or no? Close game? No. No, not a close okay. game. Okay. Not only do we preview the game, we recap it. Remember, you can check us out again tonight after the game, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, as we break down all the highlights from the Bears and Saints from a fantasy perspective. For now, we send it back to James and Fabs. Gentlemen. All right, big breaking news out of Washington today. Quarterback Colt McCoy left Sunday's game after re-aggravating the neck injury he suffered a week ago. Head coach Jay Gruden announces his plan is for RG3 to start Saturday against the Eagles right here on NFL Network. Fabs is Robert Griffin III uh, back to being a startable quarterback in fantasy? You'd have to be in a lot of trouble at quarterback, and I would think you're not because you've made it to the championship. Great point. And while it's a good matchup against Philadelphia, Great I have been burned by RG3 enough in the last year plus to know that I can't trust him in my championship game. Does it potentially, though, give a boost to a guy like Alfred Morris uh, you know, in the, at the running back position? It could because of RG3's ability to run with the football, but mm -hmm. Morris is a very good start this Week. I know he's been bad lately, right. but Philadelphia against the run this year has not been good. They give up a lot of yards through the air they and do. on the ground as well. All right, let's check out the rest of the injury report as we head into the final week of the fantasy season. I, I got to say I'm a little bit depressed knowing <laughs> that we're going to the final week here. All right, here's some of uh, the notable injuries from Sunday's week 15. Blake Bortles with a foot injury there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we will get to, suffered a broken leg. Colton McCoy, who we just heard about. DeMarco Murray, who we heard about as that well. That one is just a crush. Oh, Gargantuan injury. All right, Rashad Jennings has not been able to shake that ankle injury for weeks now. Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde, who we're going to get to in a little bit. Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, 
uh, dinged up a little bit as well. All right, we start in Houston. Another major shakeup at the quarterback position. As starter Ryan Fitzpatrick left Sunday's game with a broken leg. Backup Tom Savage entered in for Fitzpatrick, and then he suffered a knee injury of his own at the end of the team's loss to the Colts. So the team has then signed quarterback Case Keenum. That's off of the boy. It is. They signed him off of the Rams practice squad. Remember, he played a little bit for the Texans last year. If Keenan starts, how much does that impact a guy like DeAndre Hopkins and maybe even a guy like Arian Foster? Well, Foster's a guy you're starting regardless of who the quarterback is, and Hopkins is maybe going from a two to a three flex type, but it's a good matchup. Baltimore's been really bad against the pass this year, so I still have faith in your boy Hopkins. Remember, <laughs> Case Keenan came in last year and played pretty well, and Andre Johnson had some of his best numbers when he was catching passes from him. And Case Keenum is a guy that they'll sling it around, man. Yeah. He, he will absolutely sling it around. Fourth starting quarterback for Houston. I mean, I it's know. crazy. Ryan Mallett, right? You're talking yeah. about Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. now Savage. It's been a uh, it's been a mash unit now. All right. at the In San Francisco, the 49ers may be in trouble at the running back spot, though. Starter Frank Gore went down with a concussion against Seattle Sunday. And then backup Carlos Hyde then later exited the same game with ankle and back injuries of his own. As Gore begins to work his way through the league's concussion protocol, Carlos Hyde becomes a must-start if he plays fast. Exactly, and I'm not expecting Gore to come back uh, this week because you've got a short week. They play on Saturday against San Diego, and hopefully Hyde is okay because he could be a solution to people who have lost to Marco Murray. Murray. Now, it's Mm -hmm. a major downgrade. I mean, you're talking about putting gum into, you know, the Hoover Dam trying to plug (laughs) it, but it's still a better option than what the Cowboys are offering you with Randall and Lance Dunbar. All right, there you go. Carlos Hyde, if he plays, folks. If he All right, plays. coming up, who would, the, who would put up the points when it mattered most? Our recap of Week 15's top performers is just ahead. Plus, Des Bryant and DeMarco Murray, man, they put on a show. Torched the Eagles' defense on Sunday. How did they stack up to the rest of the league's best? Highlights when we come back on NFL Fantasy Live. And welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. James Coe here with all the guys. Let's get you caught up on the Sunday night game. Lots of fantasy points to be had, or so we thought, with two very good offenses going head-to-head in the city of brotherly love. A huge matchup. Cowboys taking on the Eagles. Mark Sanchez, Tony Romo. We fast-forward to the second quarter. The Cowboys already up 14 to nothing. That's when Tony Romo finds Des Bryant hooking up for a 26-yard touchdown. It's 21 to nothing, Dallas. I'm going to go watch TLC. Ah, hit him. Hit him with the X. Second quarter, Eagles. Mark Sanchez hands off to Shady, right? Nope. Uh, no, that would be Chris Paul. Chris oh, Paul. Boy, I smell something coming. One of two touchdowns for Chris Paul, Ooh. and it's 21-7. The Sean McCoy Cowboy. owners were not happy on Twitter last night. Uh, uh, no, negative. Third quarter, Sanchez. Macklin. Macklin's got an open lane to the end zone. You know He's going to get there. Uh-oh. He's going to get there. The 10. Oh, the 5. Right He's there. in. Oh, that he was stretched in. out and got in. That was a touchdown. touchdown. That's in. Oh, look it's, at that. He crossed the play. He's it. Uh, no. Okay, he's okay. He'd, he'd be ruled down just shy of the goal line. So in comes Shady McCoy. <laughs> no, actually, that would be Darren Sproles <laughs> dashing was, in. They were going to bring Cornell Staley to vulture touchdowns from McCoy. All of a sudden, it's 24-21. Eagles and then third quarter. 
DeMarco Murray Sorry. gives Cowboys uh, the edge again, 28-24. Then the fourth quarter, Romo to Dez. Throw up the X, son. That's the third yeah, he touchdown gave the, he gave the for Dez. And then he, he went X. No, no, that was the diamond. 35-24 there. And then 38-27 to would be your final score. Let's take a look at your top performers from Sunday night. Dez Bryant, a huge afternoon. Look at all huge those 20-point performances oh, by the Pokes. Exactly. And then Another on the Eagles side, yeah, not so much. Jeremy Macklin could have had a nice game. LaShawn McCoy could have had a nice game. He could have. Yes. If you're, going against, if you're going against McCoy, that was an awesome night. Absolutely. Or even yeah. against Mark Sanchez. Hey, listen, let's talk about Des Bryant. Uh, up until this point in the season, he really hadn't had one of those. I thought this was his signature game, a three-touchdown performance, nearly 30 fantasy points. We hadn't really seen this up until this point. Well, this is the first time he's ever had that. Well, James called it on the Sunday morning show. He said this was the time that Des was going to finally get that signature game that everybody had been waiting for. And we figured Tony Romo was going to come out with his autocorrect with the uh, performance he put up on Thanksgiving and have a huge stat line here and when Des was going to be the beneficiary. I was a little bit surprised, i got to say. Uh, DeMarco Murray, the the the, the, uh, the rush uh, defense for the, for the Eagles, Really got into the backfield quite often, Fabs. But he did find the end zone twice, yes. and in fantasy, yes. touchdowns are gold. And enjoy this for the rest of the season because I really fear that DeMarco Murray is going to be one of the bigger disappointments in 2015. He is on pace for over 400 touches right now. That's a boatload. Uh, Akbar, what did you see in terms of the Philadelphia defense there, it, you know, kind of getting into the backfield? They really didn't let DeMarco get loose. Well, it, it was a combination of DeMarco and Des Bryant. And I said on, on that Sunday morning show, I said, look, the team that gets the running game going will be able to have the quarterback play that you want. And in that case, it was Tony Romo. So Tony Romo hooking up with Des Bryant and led for the, the fantasy success for all of those guys to get sure. 20 points. All look right. at all those Cowboys. <laughs> look at look all the Cowboys. Uh, Sunday nights, uh, or excuse me, Sunday's top performers for the entire week of uh, week 15 rather Odell Beckham Jr. 30 points for ODB Jeremy Hills right up there as well but as you mentioned Eli. Tony Romo yeah Eli Manning was he's actually had seven touchdowns against the Redskins this season I think he's had seven in his career previous <laughs> <laughs> that's how much of a fantasy graveyard it was for a lot of uh, quarterbacks on Sunday Eli bad. Manning was your top fantasy quarterback for Sunday it was Okay, I don't know how to explain it. But let's talk about Jeremy Hill. You know, he's a rookie uh, from LSU playing in that Bengals backfield. We thought it would be a little bit crowded with Gio Bernard. But, man, he's really emerged. And I know you've been a big fan, Akbar. Yes, I have. And I said this on Sunday as well, that Jeremy Hill is the better of the two running backs when it comes to fantasy. And they both had different. I, this is not a knock on Giovanni Bernard. He is a talented young running back, but when you look at the style that Hugh Jackson has down there for the Cincinnati Bengals, downhill. It fits, it's, he's a downhill, one-cut type of runner, mm -hmm. and that means he's going to get to it fast, and he's got some speed on that big body sure. as well. So when you get the combination of speed and size, that's a great running back right there. That's what you want. He's a throwback type of guy, and so you look at the combination, you can see that Hugh Jackson is going to continue <laughs> to go with this, this type of model. Use Giovanni as, as a change I of back. I hope Hugh Jackson stays in Cincinnati and doesn't get a head coaching job somewhere else just so Jeremy Hill can have another monster season. <laughs> How about Le'Veon Bell though, man? I mean, we're talking about a guy taken in the second round and, and we're talking about maybe next year, probably, most likely, the number one overall pick. You know, I keep seeing these Christmas commercials for Le'Veon Diamonds. <laughs> diamonds yeah, and every time I see that commercial, <laughs> yeah. I think Le'Veon Bell sure. is a diamond in fantasy well, football. You, you and I think of the same thing. That's it. You yeah. know what? That's and exactly right. Too. 
Oh, boy, here we go. He had to go there. He had to go there. But the bottom line here is simple. Le'Veon Bell is the number one running back in fantasy football right now. He just surpassed DeMarco Murray by a few points. And next year, when it's time to draft, this will be your number one overall pick. Matthew Ryan has put in back-to-back solid performances. And somebody I was very skeptical about two weeks ago when he was going up into Green Bay because Ryan has this reputation of not performing in the big spots, and it goes back to a couple of his playoff performances. So last week when he had that strong second half against the Packers, I thought that really showed me something. And this week he went out, had a great matchup, didn't have that letdown game, came out with another solid fantasy performance. And looking ahead to next year, when you're going to start looking at quarterbacks in the later rounds, Matt Ryan is going to be interesting because as they get that offensive line right, that could be a great situation for him. How about Niall Davis, man? We thought this guy was going to be on the on the trash heap, and he just finds a way to produce. This one broke my heart because I had Jamal Charles going in one of my leagues, and I lost because, in part, he only had five wow. points. Niall Davis is one of the best handcuffs in fantasy football. None of us were expecting this. We all thought Charles would have a big game against sure. the Raiders. Unfortunately, it was his backup Niall that had Davis. the big game. That 70-yard catch for touchdown, too. I, I mean, he just had last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Charles. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. 20 points for the backup running back That's for Kansas paid, City. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was very interesting to see. All right, we're going to have more of Sunday's top performances coming up. Molly, what else? do we have on tap though James thank you kindly coming up which fantasy performances cost you a shot at the title you could have been a contender if you bench these disappointing stars but now you're a pretender plus it's time for one final tune up who should you add and who should you drop before your fantasy Super Bowl Michael Fabiano will help you get your roster in high gear when NFL fantasy live continues heartbreak that's what I like to call it on a Monday morning week 15 is a week that will live in infamy in fantasy circles some of the game's best putting up truly disappointing performances guys when we needed them the most let's show you some of these names they're gonna shock you because they're big ones Deshaun Jackson Sammy Watkins Julius Thomas Justin Forsett Fabs I understand more you like, have more I've like got... Bustin Forsett wow. yeah. Yeah. am I right you're right I've got AJ Green Jamal Charles Jordy Nelson all on one team and that team is going home. Yeah. Rightfully and that so. that team was stacked. How did it lose? That's how it can lost. You not see? That's yeah, why that's we call it heartbreak. Let's begin yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, though, posting a career-worst 34.3 passer rating against this Bills defense. What a great week for Rodgers to have the first no-touchdown, two-interception game of his career. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for JC. nothing, Aaron. Yeah, this was a he bad was performance. Fullerton Junior College. But and the Bills, they stopped Peyton Manning last week, and this week, Rodgers. Yeah, the Bills defense is legit, but if you're still it with Aaron Rodgers week 16 Tampa Bay he should get back on track Jamal Charles the guy's frustrated bad knee bad ankle Niall Davis getting in there I know and I I bet a lot of people who drafted Jamal Charles this season looked at week 15 saw the matchup against the Raiders and said well I don't expect him to go out there and have 195 receiving yards and five touchdowns but expect a pretty good performance but you know what we got one receiving yard we got 5.3 fantasy points not what we were expecting 
And how about A.J. Green? The Bengals might have gotten the win, but he was affected by Andy Dalton struggling. They ran all over the Browns. And we talked about this on the Sunday show, is that A.J. Green does not have a good history going up against the Browns. We expected him to have a little bit of a slowdown right there. And you know what? He doesn't match up very well against Joe Hayden. Then, And then the offense went through Jeremy Hill, mm -hmm. so that just took him out of the game. Yeah, that helped no one that has A.J. Green. <laughs> And Johnny Manziel finally gets the start, gets the nod, and puts up. And we all thought he would have a good game. At least I did. I'll speak for myself. But, um, yeah, 0.5 fantasy points. Yeah, thank you. He was That's in the was negative for. range for a very long time. Yeah. He looked exactly like what he is. Yeah. A rookie quarterback, deer in the headlights. Yeah, Johnny, no fantasy points. Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I could do yeah. something more right? creative than that. But wow. you put that was me good, on the Miles. Spot I like that. Really I would put quick. that ahead of Bustin' Forsen. Still to come, warm up your vocal cords and get ready to voice your extreme displeasure with the fantasy football gods. That helps no one is on the way. And Michael Fabiano likes to say, beware of the magical season. So which 2014 breakout performances can you trust next season? We'll tell you when NFL Fantasy Live continues. Poor Johnny. All right, coming up, it's time for one more dip into the waiver wire pool. Are you bold enough to play a waiver wire pickup in your fantasy championship, though? Michael Fabiano's favorite waiver targets of the week are just ahead. Plus, all season long, we follow DeAndre Hopkins' yardage. Did he finally break the mark as I predicted in the preseason? Or will I have to perform? A very painful feat, including my feet. Then they scored the touchdowns that you wanted to return uh, to the store. But when you check the receipt, the dollar value was, that helps no one. Oh, this is NFL Fantasy Live. Hello, everyone. James Co. Adam Rankin, Akbar, Baja, Biamila, spelled with a G. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I also like that the prompter spelled feet the correct way. Yes, Because it could have gone either way. It's a, that's a double entendre. You got yes. It. I'll yeah. see. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Is. All right. All right, let's take a recap of your uh, top performers from Sunday, week 15 here, Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, where does this guy go next year, Adam wow. Rank? Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to replace Calvin Johnson as the guy who gets talked about as the number one receiver going mm -hmm. in drafts. I mean, he's been incredible. Incredible. And Eli, there is no better quarterback at throwing the ball up and letting his receivers go up and make miracle plays than Eli Manning, as, you know, evidenced by a couple of Super Bowl championships. No doubt about it. All right, uh, your number 11 through 20 top performers for Week 15 on Sunday. Tom Brady there, breaking my heart as always because, well, I dropped him in Week 4. Oh, <laughs> it didn't work out too good. Demarius Thomas rebounded nicely after a, a one-point effort, now had 18 on Sunday for the uh, for the Broncos there. This but, is low standard this week, low standards, right? I mean, absolutely. It's like everybody can get in. A little bit. Yes. I feel like Oprah had something to do with this. Everybody How? gets in. How about Derek yes, Anderson? I don't, I don't follow that. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> I'm filling in for an injured Cam Newton. I will say next season, if Derek Anderson is starting against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I will for sure start him. <laughs> He's had a couple of nice games against them. There you yeah. see a little bit, you know, a little Week bit of Week one the, as well, he played well. He, again, against Tampa Bay. That's and right. here he is looking for Jericho. Was it Jericho country there? Was that the one? I don't know. But Break you know, the walls down! Don't steal oh, my thunder. Oh, you know oh, I'm going to be throwing oh, out Jericho okay. references all here right. and there. But, you know, Derek played pretty well. He's a guy who was a Pro Bowl quarterback at some point in his career. 
and he, for one week, can be a capable starter. How about Tom Brady, though? This guy's been uh, impressive ever since week four. Well, it, it sure is good to have a guy like Rob Gronkowski to help you out because uh, yeah, uh, against helps. this defense, this is a very, very tough defense, <laughs> and they didn't have that matchup for Rob Gronkowski. They didn't have that answer on the – as far as the secondary group shutting down the wide receivers, they did that. But uh, you talk about that safety play, no way. And he keeps Tom Brady just constantly playing at a high level. 20, close to 20 points against the Dolphins. Very Pretty good. good. Garbage time points are still fantasy points, as Adam Rink would say. And thus, we see Ryan Tannehill here. This guy. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot put up with this guy and his nonsense. <laughs> Two consecutive weeks where he had outstanding matchups. He did pretty much nothing. And if you had to start Tannehill over the last couple of weeks, well, these highlights are probably painful to you because you're probably already eliminated. But he did rally this week against the Patriots. Although, as you see right there, it's 15 fantasy points, uh, close to 16 there. Yeah. Still not great. I mean, no. it's not. It's compared to the rest of the curtain jerkers this week that it looks fine. But don't let it fool you. Don't start Ryan Tannehill next week ever. Okay, how about um, Teddy B? Um, Teddy Bridgewater's really developed as a real-life quarterback. As a fantasy quarterback, has he developed? Well, yes. If he's do doing it in reality, he's maturing as a fantasy quarterback. We've seen this season him go up and down. In the last four mm -hmm. weeks, yeah. he's thrown seven touchdowns. He's had back-to-back 300-yard games. And when you can get a quarterback who can do that, especially against a defense that gets after it, yeah. we know that that front seven oh, they yeah. get after it. Everybody wants to talk about the mobile quarterback. He's not the mobile quarterback. No. He's really shown, he's shown some mobility here, but really just running. That's what that is. He's just he's showing his ability to escape. But I like Teddy Bridgewater in the future to continue to grow up. He's not growing up under the microscope like some of the other quarterbacks like Johnny Manziel and some of these other young quarterbacks. And Adam, you know, they've really taken the reins off of Teddy Bridgewater there in Minnesota, right. really letting him throw the ball over the last couple weeks. Yes, because when he entered into the draft, he was the most pro-ready of all these quarterbacks, and now we're starting to see a little bit of that. Imagine when he gets a running game. That's going to be good. Hello. That could be good. All right, those are your top performers for Week 15, but who is worth a waiver wire pickup for next week? Championship week. For that, we, we send it over to Molly and Michael Fabiano. James, thank you kindly. It, uh, each week, we comb through NFL.com's Fantasy Genius Tool to find questions asked by real fans looking to groom their lineup. So if you have a question for us, all you need to go to is NFL.com slash genius, and hopefully we can get an answer for you. Our first question, we're East Coast, so let's go East Coast, my friend. Which it. running back should I add? Andre Williams, the Giants face the Rams this week, or LeGarrette Blunt, the Patriots taking on the Jets? Don't love either matchup, but because Andre Williams looks like he could be the mm -hmm. featured back because Rashad Jennings can't get over that ankle injury, I'm going to go with the rookie. Now, with that being said, I'm not starting them as more than a flex because it's a bad matchup. St. Louis's run defense, actually, Molly, their whole defense has yeah. been spectacular lately. So pick him up if you need a running back. He's available in about 50% of NFL.com leagues. And again, I'm assuming here that Jennings can't play next week. So essentially, Andre Williams by default. Exactly. Right. There's not a lot out there right now. I got another tough one for you. A couple of struggling wideouts to choose from here. Who should I drop, Brandon LaFell or Percy Harvin? This one's easy for me. It's Percy Harvin. Okay. Back in the preseason, I said he would be a bust this year. In Seattle, he was a bust. With the New York Jets, he's been a bust. And to be quite honest with you, I hope he ends up someplace next year where he can restart his career, maybe in a more dynamic offense because he is going to flounder in New York. And, Honestly, if you look at the numbers, Brandon LaFell has been pretty good. He's not explosive. He's not a guy who's going to give you a 20 a week, but he does have Tom Brady throwing him the football. Yeah, and Percy does have Geno Smith. Yeah. 
Okay, moving exactly. on. If you're in need of help at the flex spot, who's the better ad, the Falcons wide out Harry Douglas or Panthers running back Jonathan Stewart? I'm going with Harry Douglas here, and this assumes that Julio Jones can't play in Week 16. <laughs> if Julio comes back, well, then all of a sudden you're looking at Harry Douglas losing value and Jonathan Stewart gaining value yep. based on this question. Mm-hmm. But Douglas was great yesterday against the Steelers, and they play These the are Saints. Legit options. They play the Saints next week. That's going to be a shootout, mm-hmm. exactly. And again, if Julio can't play, Harry Douglas is a really good plug-and-play yep. wide receiver. Just ask anybody who started him yesterday. Yeah, these two could potentially put por- uh, points on the board. No question there for about you. it. All right, finally, which quarterback should be dropped, Colin Kaepernick or Andy Dalton? I'm done with Kaepernick. I'm done? finished. I'm done. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco. They're probably going to have a new coach next year, mm-hmm. maybe a new offense. The whole thing could get blown You're up. Over it, the inconsistency is killing you. He can't put up good numbers against bad teams. He can't yeah. put up good numbers against good teams. I, it, listen, you want to score points in uh-huh. fantasy? He doesn't do it. Eleven fantasy points or fewer in three straight games. Andy Dalton's playing the Broncos on Monday night. At least there's the potential for that game to be a shootout. Dalton struggled too. What happened though. to the Kaepernick? The only reason they won is because they were running the ball. He what happened to Kaepernick? Game. I mean, he, he was showing some signs early in the year. Yeah. And now nothing. Just one of those seasons. Big All right, Fabs. Thank you so much. Yep. I see the passion there. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by <laughs> Head and Shoulders because you must own him. Exactly. That was personal. Coming up, they fell into your lap in 2014, but are they due for a major letdown next season or are these breakout stars here to stay? Our experts making their picks uh, coming up when NFL Fantasy Live returns. All rookies in rushing coming in with 729 yards. Up the middle. Touchdown, Cincinnati. Average per rush. Leads the lead. Cuts back left. To the end zone. It's Beckham. Touchdown. Some of that extra gear he has after he catches that ball, Beckham. So you lucked out and grabbed one of 2014's breakout stars off the waiver wire or late in your draft. But Fabs, as you like to say, you must beware of the magical season. So in the spirit of the holiday season, which breakout fantasy stars will be the gifts that keep on giving next season? I have an idea where you might be going with this one. And it's not DeMarco Murray because I think that Mm -hmm. is the magical season you need to be aware of, but Mm. not Le'Veon Bell. This is a guy that will be the number one overall pick in just about every draft in 2015. Ultra-talented, very young, can be very versatile as well. I mean, this is a guy who can catch 80 balls out of the backfield. He is an absolute threat. And because of his age and his role in this offense, Le'Veon Bell, number one overall pick in 2015. This is just the beginning for him. He reminds me of LaDainian Tomlinson. With that like skill set. That's a, you know, that's a strong comparison, and most mm-hmm. people don't like to make that because mm-hmm. he's LT, but I love it. Yep. James, talk about young and ultra-talented and just the beginning. That makes me think of this next guy, Odell Beckham Jr. as well. Well, well. well, I'll tell you about Odell and why I like Odell Beckham Jr. so much is that he's doing this with no real star on the other side of that's him. That's right. There's not a complimentary wide receiver. It is the Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, show. And so when you think about when he 
gets Victor Cruz back. All of a sudden, they're two legitimate wide receivers who can all of a sudden create damages in the in the holes of those defenses. So Odell Beckham Jr., his talent is going to increase. I mean, this is going to continue to go. He hasn't reached a ceiling. He's going to continue to get better. He's going to understand defenses better. I like Odell Beckham Jr. to be a high draft pick next year. High second rounder, I believe, right? Oof. Well, we'll see. Victor Cruz will be back there, too. But Beckham's talent is unquestionable. Hopefully things can turn around for the Giants. James, forget Ronnie Hillman, forget Monty Ball. It's all about C.J. Anderson. I mean, you think about the six games that he's basically started. Four out of the six games, he scored 20-plus points from the running back position in this explosive offense. Yeah, this is a guy that, uh, again, probably going to go on the bottom half of the first round, early part of the second round. Next year, we're talking about C.J. Anderson. We know there's going to be a lot of question marks in the Denver backfield. Monty Ball, Ronnie Hillman, et cetera, et cetera. But I do believe the folks will believe in C.J. Anderson. 85 fantasy points in the last uh, two weeks there. No, I mean, the last four weeks, not too shabby. Yeah, yeah no. he's been good. We'll have more of the gifts that keep on giving next season on NFL Now. You can check out NFL Now on all your connected devices or by downloading the app for free on your phone or tablet. For now, we hand it off to Adam Rank for his weekly list of plays. Are you going to give it to me? That helps no one! All right. Thank you, you, everybody. That's right. Each and every week we take a look back at those unheard of players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call Molly. That helps no one! To the video! And we will start in Philadelphia. And here he is. Jeremy Macklin getting into the end zone. We'll take a look at that. Wait, no, we're looking. All right, well, Chris Polk scored an earlier touchdown. They can't go back to him again. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn? LaShawn? No. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Chris Polk. Right there, the second of two fantasy scores. Why? Was a president named Chris Polk? James K. Polk. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> to your history teacher, I say. Meadowlands, 10 players caught passes for the Washington Red Raiders last week, or last night, yesterday, whatever, on Sunday afternoon. This was one we didn't expect. Chris Thompson with the score right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's more strange. Chris Thompson scored a touchdown, or RG3 actually threw one. Somebody who had been in the way. There he is celebrating. As Dan Han just said, it took the Giants defense to make RG3 well of it again. That helps no one. Here we are. Break down the walls because Derek Anderson looks to the man of a thousand and four holds, the lion tamer, the Ayatollah of helping no one, Jericho Cotri. And don't ever, ever do that again because that helps no one. Kansas City, last year, Jamal Charles torched the Raiders with five touchdowns and 200 scrimmage. There he is. Wait, where are you going? Dude, dude, we still got things to play. Of course. Jamal Charles sits on the bench. It's Canile. It's Canile. You know what? Canile. Oh. Canile? If Steve, would you guys stop? (laughs) I got a Billy Madison quote to get out here. Because if stealing touchdowns makes you cool, then I'm Niall Davis because... Watch a Madison. Watch yes. a movie, Akbar. Stay here. We all started Laddie Murray. Akbar's guy. No. Derek Carr has other ideas. He goes to James. The big thing here, I flex Donald Penn. That's the huge one. The autumn wind is a pirate. He's pillaging fantasy points just for fun because that helps no one. We are going to go. Particularly, yeah, James Jones for that. Thanks, Akbar. Cleveland. And here we go. Now, if you started Giovanni Bernard and needed a little bit of an extra boost right there, not so much 
Rex Burkhead goes in for the score. Not Lance Burkhardt from the North Shore. Rex Burkhead on the final play of the game, or one of the final plays of the game. You know what? Here on the North Shore, we treat fantasy players mo better because that helps no one. Tennessee, uh, my producer called me. He's like, hey, are you watching this Jets-Titans game? And I'm like, nope, because I'm a discerning football fan. But I knew that something. Like, That's the freshman uh, team, and I only watch varsity. Uh, all the, <laughs> all the oh, Terminator oh, references started coming through on Twitter. Good. So I knew that John Connor, of course, had to have, go, have had gone and scored. So come with me if you want me to save your fantasy season because. Aaron Rodgers, huge disappointment. Oh, and derp. no! <laughs> the derpiest derp play in derp history right there. This is a guy you counted on each and every week for the last 15. And there it is. There goes your fantasy season yep, there right off your hands right like that. That, that would have been, what, 15 fantasy points right there? 15 fantasy points he cost you. Mike McCarthy's like, dude, I started you. Jordy Nelson just looking around like, what, man? You hit me right in the hands. What did you want me to do? Well, guess what, buddy? That helps no one. All right, let's take it. That helps no one. Yes. Believe it. All right, let's take a look at some of your That Helps No One All-Stars for Week 15. Derek Anderson, 16 points started in 0.2% of leagues. If only... Adam Rank has started Derek Anderson instead of Johnny Mansell, Harry Douglas, even Geno Smith is on the list. Dude, Andre wow. Roberts with eight all right, points. Smart guy. Why all right. You, all right. All right. Yeah, that's you know enough what? out of you. Okay. Now remember, if you want to see your tweets featured on the show, <laughs> use the hashtag that helps no one when you see a fantasy score that helps no one. Why do you yeah, do your you eyes might, like that? You might just see your tweet <laughs> featured on the show. Right excitement. now, we're going to give it up for the that helps no one player of the week, you the newest addition to the Wall of Fame. Rex Burkhead. Oh, wow. There he is. There he is. Hey, stealing the show from Johnny Football. Interesting facts I, about I Rex Burkhead. I guarantee you don't have one. I do. There's okay. a dance named after him called the Burkhead Bounce, like this. Or that's the Bankhead Bounce. That's, that's, oh, that's right a Bankhead Bounce. Right. 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 But, but you know, we're coming back, back to the thrilling, thrilling conclusion to the march of 1100. I promise you, you won't want to miss it. Stick around. Rod and Rod kind. No. Have you ever seen the North Shore? Hello again, this is NFL Fantasy Live, and our boy James Coe made a promise to us and the viewers he would reluctantly wear high heels if Texans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins did not achieve 1,100 receiving yards this season. Well, on Sunday, my friends, Hopkins only needed 10 yards to spare our eyes and Coe's feet from the red (laughs) heels. This is his story behind the fantasy. DeAndre Hopkins. I tell you what, if he stays healthy and doesn't collect 1,100 yards, I'll come onto the show and wear high heels. Okay. Nice. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. He had a great game. Uh, 115 yards. I got great calves. I don't want to see that. High heels. High heels. High high heels. I made a promise to our viewers. High heels. High heels. High high heels. We have the high heels already. Oh, I've been doing calf raises. Calf calf raises. March to 1,100. Hopkins. Are you going to be comfortable in heels? I want to see it. No, you don't. I do. Ladies and gents. DeAndre. He's been one of the best waiver wire finds uh, in the game. He's pretty much almost there. I'm not feeling great, man. Let's get the guy the ball. Put those away. High heels. High heels. 
Are you going to be comfortable in heels? <laughs> That's a lovely red color. Right? I, 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 I want to see it. Are you gonna be comfortable in heels? <laughs> That's a lovely red color baseball. <laughs> Here we go in Indy. The offense comes out there right now, led by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. They go across the way. Incomplete second down. Play action here, and he's got Hopkins. 15-yard pickup, first down. There it is. 1100 has been achieved. Bob Barker. Uh, that's a Drew Carey? Yeah, Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah Drew that's Carey. You, you know what I meant. You know where I was going. Price we've is dropped, right. We've dropped enough yeah. Adam Sandler movie references. I could see where you'd be at. Yes, uh, we have. So as we can see, week 15, 1,167 <laughs> yards. So James Coe has made it. He's safe. Could we please welcome James Coe to the podium? This is good. It feels so good to be here. Yes. Yes. Uh, listen, first and foremost, I want to thank my eyes for being able to see into the future. Oh. I guess I'd like to thank DeAndre Hopkins as well for being so talented. Number 10 for the Houston Texans. Tall, fast, some of the best hands in the business. And finally, I'd like to thank all the ha haters. <clears throat> Adam Rank. <clears throat> what? That's right. For doubting me all season, you guys, the haters. Are the best. I was on your team. They help motivate you, right? I was on your team. There you go. Yeah, I was on your team. Can we see this one more time? Oh yeah, work it out. Work it out. I love your the fact that you tried the hills on though. Listen, they did look good on you. I like that. That's good. Forget it. That was uncomfortable. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Guess what? They're going into the trash can. Whoa! How dare you? You're still in the hunt for a championship. Yes, this is happening. We'll help you get set to take home the hardware. NFL Fantasy Live returns Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. I apologize for putting my feet in your shoes. That's okay. Aren't those Christian batons? What do they call those? Louboutins. Louboutins. You gotta do the snow angels. Oh my goodness. I feel like we're at Mardi Gras. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.